When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report podcast for Tuesday the 6th of July 2021. We are still in Delta variant mode, meaning that my co-host is once again the delightful Dan Illich from the Irrational Fear podcast. Hey, Dan. Thank you, Dom. It's great to be with you. And I, I want you to know that I am past Delta. I'm really looking forward to getting Ebola. That's that's the next disease on my list. I'm hoping uh, to be ground central of an Ebola cluster in Bondi Beach because Delta has its time. You know, fashion moves really fast and we need, we need, a, new, we need a new disease in this area. Let's make the stakes higher for the pandemic. <laughs> With various exploding parts of the body, that sounds very, very exciting. And look, I can't think of anywhere where I'd rather that happen than Bondi, to be honest. Dan, look, vaccination uh, is still on the front pages, still a little bit of a concern. And um, the health minister in New South Wales, Brad Hazard, had this to say about the vaccine rollout. It's almost the sense now of the Hunger Games, um, of people chasing vaccine. Um, And uh, until we get enough vaccine and enough GPs actually at the front line able to... uh, provide that vaccine into arms, we will continue to have effectively the Hunger Games going on here in New South Wales. The Hunger Games, Dan, is uh, what's going on. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'm happy to be a tribute. Uh, As someone who is (laughs) under 40, I'm ineligible for all kinds of vaccines. So if Brad Hazard can see this, me right now, I'm raising my hand, ready to be a tribute. I really want to represent my area and get that in my arm. Uh, Dom, I was out at Sydney Olympic Park on the weekend and with um, somebody who was getting a vaccine, and it seemed to be a very well-run affair. It didn't seem less Hunger Games than more Olympic Games. It was a very festive <laughs> event out there. Yeah, and also, um, given that they had a, a COVID outbreak at that testing site last week, that's probably what the Olympic Games are going to be like as well. But Dan, <laughs> um, I think he's referring to the supply because that stuff is the stuff that Brad Hazard runs and that's been going well. But the actual incoming Pfizer stuff, I mean, I'm just thinking back to the Hunger Games, Dan, and the bad guy, remember President Snow from the Capitol where they get you know, massive banquets and have a wonderful time. In that analogy, that person is Scott Morrison. So I'm feeling that it kind of checks out. ScoMo got Pfizer months ago. Yeah, I remember seeing photos of him getting Pfizer. (laughs) Yeah, I remember him getting the jab. And in other countries, Dan, the leader gets it to reassure everyone that the process is safe and it's going to be all right. Like all the presidents in the US got it on camera, all that Mm. stuff. In our case, it was just a prime minister going, no, 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 I've got this and you're never getting it. One of the best things about that photo op that he did was uh, he got it with a lady who gave a up yours symbol with um, like two fingers pointing backwards like like that and he put his hand on the woman saying, no, don't do that, don't do that in my photo op. But here's the thing, that woman was asked later who she thought that guy was and she had no idea who Scott Morrison was. <laughs> she just thought it was just some bloke getting Pfizer with her. Some jerk who just turned up to ruin her. Her moment to make history. <laughs> there you go. I love that. It was so beautiful. Well, Dan, 
the other question is, where is Scott Morrison? I mean, he popped up after the National Cabinet. People are saying he should be out on the front lines. There's a huge crisis going on in the country. Where has he been? It is interesting. We're meant to be on a war footing, and I'm pretty sure in in war times you do hear from the Prime Minister significantly about what's happening at the war. But this time we haven't heard anything from Scott Morrison for a very long time. Well, it takes a long time these days to, to get through and book flights to Hawaii. <laughs> On our show today, an exclusive interview with the legendary broadcaster Alan Jones, who is returning to radio. That's what the rumour has it anyway. Oh, I'm really excited to hear what Alan Jones has to say, but, you know, I actually just need to go to the toilet as soon as he comes on, just letting you know. Also a look at the billionaire space race. Will Bezos or Branson be the first to immolate and die on return to Earth? (laughs) They're so unkind, Dom. Look, the odds are pretty good, let's be honest. But first, let's head to Rebecca Dayanamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. Retailers Nick Scarly have come under fire today after declaring their stores essential and therefore exempt from COVID restrictions. However, the store owners have hit back at criticism, stating that they really are essential as life simply could not go on without the ability to buy overpriced couches for two weeks. Creator of the universe, God, has been fired from his job as a scriptwriter on 2021 this week after viewers criticised his increasingly unrealistic writing. Fans of his Planet Earth series had complained that his latest Ocean on Fire plotline was simply too ham-fisted a metaphor for climate change and nothing like that would ever happen in real life. The United States has today wrapped up their 4th of July weekend celebrating America's independence. The country, which is currently suffering a heatwave caused by the billionaire coal executives who refuse to pay tax, say they are glad to have thrown off the shackles of unaccountable foreign rulers and replaced them with some of their own. I'm Rebecca Dana Muno for The Chaser Report and I can't wait for lockdown to end so I can go back to hating turning up to the office. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by BP. Our prices are on fire and so is the ocean. Huge news yesterday in the media There are rumours that legendary broadcaster Alan Jones may be making a return to radio after the expiration of his non-compete clause with Nine Radio. Joining us now is legendary broadcaster Alan Jones. Alan. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dominic Knight. I tell you what, I absolutely loved your work when you were part of the Chaser Boys, but now you're part of the Chaser Men. It's not as appealing, is it? Yeah, ratings would say so. Um, Alan, you're quoted today in the Australian newspaper... They better be quoting me. (laughs) That's been our agreement for the last 45 years. (laughs) But you're quoted here, Alan, as as saying that you're pondering a return to radio. Why are you looking for another outlet? You've already got a nightly TV show. Well, Dominic, I tuned into radio and looked up and down the dial and I realised there's a lack of voices just like mine. You mean right-wing conservatives? No, Anthony Clare fans. Quite disgusting, really. There's no one talking about Anthony Clare and his incredible voice. Oh! 
<laughs> what a voice. Is that really the reason why you're pondering going back? Well, there's also so much acceptance of scientific facts on air these days. Broadcaster after broadcaster have been talking to so-called experts in their fields about all matters of science, including COVID-19, climate change and therapeutic light devices that destroy coronavirus. This kind of elitist expertise has to stop. Scientists with their so-called facts and figures are ruining the gut instinct industry? Where's the wild speculation? Where is the data being taken out of context? Where is the full-throated support for Prime Minister Scott Morrison? I mean, sure, Ray Hadley gives full-throated support, but he sounds like a mechanic on Smoko. (laughs) There's one person in Australian media who can only give full-throated support, and that's me, Alan Jones. So you'd rather have people on air, Alan? who don't know what they're talking about. Yes, Dominic, it's important to the democratic process to hear the views of people who don't know what they're talking about. The majority of people in Australia, Dom, are people who don't know what they're talking about. The Prime Minister, Dom, is a man who doesn't know what he's talking about. That's why he's the best Prime Minister we've ever had, Dom. He's the man of the people. And the people, Dom, are stupid. So according to the Australian, Alan, uh, you, by returning to radio, would be giving voice to the silenced. (laughs) 100% 100% correct, Dom. Name anyone in Australian media who is white, male and over 40. It's okay. I could wait. I've got all day. Much like Banana Boat Ultra Sunscreen Lotion with its SPF 50 plus rating, it can protect you against the harsh rays of sun all day long. So whether you're at the cricket or the rugby or an outdoor concert listening to the amazing voice of Anthony Clear, oh, you know you're protected. Banana Boat all day long. Well, Alan, it'll be a wonderful day when you sail your banana boat back into a radio studio again. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Dominic. As I've always said, radio's the future of media in this country. There he is, Alan Jones. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the Gulf of Mexico Ocean Fire. Serving up the freshest fried fish you can buy. Ocean Fires, making windmills look pretty damn good since 2021. Now, Dan, the world's richest and most privileged people have recently been devoting vast amounts of their precious time to solving the greatest challenge confronting humanity. Now, Dan, you know what that is, right? Uh, climate change, it's inequality, uh, it's uh, misogyny, uh, education. No, Dan, it's going back to space. Oh, that that problem. I always, you know, this is the problem with someone who doesn't have much money. I don't think about problems like that. Of all the things humanity could focus on right now, moving to another planet is actually looking genuinely like a real priority. Uh, Here's how CBS News described the current position in this big race. This month, a pair of billionaires plan to begin a new era in civilian space travel. On July 11th, Virgin Galactic founder Richard Branson will join five other passengers on the company's first crewed flight into the edge of space. If all goes according to plan, Branson will be the first billionaire to leave Earth's atmosphere on a spacecraft he helped develop. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is expected to take a similar trip nine days later. He'll be aboard his company, Blue Origin's new Shepard spacecraft. Remember when the USSR and America were like trying to just one-up each other to be the first? The same thing is happening with these billionaires. (laughs) Bezos thought he had it in the bag, but now Branson's moved his trip forward so he can be the first. Yeah, I think that's really great. I think we need an Australian billionaire. I want to see Gina Reinhardt go pushed into space. That's that's the good vibe. I'm thinking Clive Palmer, like aboard some kind of flying dinosaur. <laughs> um, here, I've got a little space story for you, for you, Dom. Do you know, these people are not the first billionaires to go into space. The first billionaire to go into space was a guy by the name of Dennis Tito. He bought a, a ticket on a Suez rocket 
to go to the International Space Station for something like $25 million back in the early noughties. And he flew there and visited space as a tourist. He visited the ISS as a tourist because he injected so much money into the Russian space program. He got to do that. Uh, and I was his ski locker room attendant what? at Park City uh, at the Stein Erickson Lodge in Park City, I got to clean his skis and ask him all about it. Oh, my God. The, the race is over. The race was won a long time <laughs> ago. And you got to lick his boots, I mean, clean his boots. <laughs> but, Dan, he didn't, crucially, get to go in a sort of big egomobile of his own invention. So let's talk more about Virgin Galactic. At the moment, they're looking like being the first over the line. And uh, they've made a very exciting video to hype up the crew and what they're going to achieve on this mission. Have a listen. Chief Pilot Dave Mackay, I'll be flying VSS Unity into space on the Unity 22 mission. Pilot Mike Masucci, I'll be in the cockpit for my second spaceflight. I'll be testing the researcher experience. I'll be evaluating cabin procedures during boost and weightlessness. I'll be spaceship cabin lead and test director. Now, Dan, they all have valuable in-flight roles to make sure that everything goes safe. Guess what Richard Branson's role is on the flight? Is he serving cocktails? Is he giving away copies of his book, How to Lose Your Virginity? (laughs) What's he doing? He's not serving the cocktails, Dan. His job is this. Astronaut 001, Richard Branson. I'll be evaluating the customer spaceflight experience. His job is to check how comfy the in-flight sofas are, Dan. That's the only thing he's contributing. Uh, I think that's great. I think it's good to always have the customer in mind first. And you might as well, before you force customers to do it, you might as well test your own source first. Here's the thing about the Virgin spaceship I'm not so sure about. It's very much a low orbit affair. It doesn't actually go into space. It kind of just skims across um, the atmosphere. It's not one of those awesome spaceships can actually do a full orbit. So I don't, I don't, when it comes down to the the race, who is actually going to get into space, space first, I don't think this is, I don't think the, I don't think the Virgin ship can really be counted. It's more like a plane that can fly really high. Well, that's right. Because the whole problem with this plan is that they're not technically going to space. This whole thing about how they're selling this amazing experience and making history, what they're doing is flying a long way in the air below the point where space starts. And I looked at this. Uh, the point, it's, it's the Kármán line. It's 100 kilometres above the surface of the Earth, and they're not going that high. They're going just under. But Bezos's Blue Origin is crossing the line just slightly and then going back down. So they're claiming they're going to have the first stupid self-indulgent billionaire in space, Dan. And the great thing is about Bezos is once he goes up, it'll be two-day delivery return. (laughs) So everyone's paying a vast amount of money to enter weightlessness for maybe a minute or two. You get to glimpse the Earth's curvature and then come down. Dan, what is the point of all this? Like, why all the money, why all the PR, why all the fuss? I guess it is genuinely a pissing contest. It's, yes. it's two guys showing each other just how big their dicks are. Who can be the first to wee on the earth from space, basically? <laughs> from a great height. Yeah. I think really when it comes down to it, the person who's going to win is Bezos because his spaceship actually looks like a penis. <laughs> it does. Whereas Virgin's just looks like, uh, you know, a 747 that's been compressed. But, Dan, there's another billionaire in this race. Who? Uh, Elon Musk. Uh, And he's the one who's actually working with NASA, with SpaceX. And he's not interested in this whole business. You know what he wants to do, Dan? He wants to die on Mars. That's what he wants to do. So much more ambitious than either of these two dipshits who are just going for a little dip into space. 
Here am I just trying to put money in my superannuation account so I can die before I turn 70. <laughs> this guy wants <laughs> to die on Mars. This is, a, this is a much better idea when you think about it because you, if, you, if you just burn out your superannuation, no one remembers you. But if you die on Mars, you're going to be the first person to die on Mars. Well, Dan, you can understandably want to go back to where his people came from. <laughs> from the makers of The Chaser Report comes The Chaser Report Extended Edition. Featuring all five hours of content cut from the show each day. Can you hear me, Craig? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. We can hear you. Can you hear us? I'm very confused about what's going on. Get a glimpse behind the scenes of those magic moments that didn't quite make it to air. Was there boobies? I've just not, I've not brought my fucking script in. Oh, mother. Oh, I'll be back. I'm just going to leave it on recording. You should just edit me in post anyway. Be like, I am mentally healthy. Relive all the magic of that sketch that really didn't work and got cut for time. Hi, everyone. I'm Scott Morrison, and I've got ants in my shoes. Ow, ow, ah, ah, this really hurts. Oh, why? Got ants in, in my shoes. The Chaser Report XL. Because more isn't always better. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by Fossil Fuels, because oil doesn't grow on trees. What about olive oil? Shut up. Well, Dom, it's time to say goodbye. But before we go, just a little bit of news that kind of came across the news desk at The Chaser. Israel Folau, uh, who is uh, the most prolific code switcher of all code switchers, has finally been released from his French rugby union contract. So I don't know if you know what this means, Dom. Well, he might come back and play in Australia if by any chance he finally accepts that gay people are people too. <laughs> he's actually just, he's forgetting all of that. He's actually signed on to go play rugby union in Japan. What? Now, do you remember a few a few months ago, he had a press conference with Clive Palmer and Clive Palmer was saying that how Israel Folau is going to be a brand new star recruit for his rugby league team on the Gold Coast. Do you remember that? I do. Now that you mention it. <laughs> well, just like everything Clive Palmer does, it turned to shit. So it turns out that, you know, uh, Israel Folau is the next Palmer attraction that goes nowhere. Uh, I think we all remember the the Titanic that Clive announced that never went anywhere. I mean, it's pretty hard to fuck up Titanic 2 worse than the original Titanic. They didn't even launch. The Jurassic Park golf course up in Coolum. Now that exists, but it's not very exciting. It's just these big blow up kind of yeah, dinosaurs. Like, yeah, and filled. the PGA Tour, as soon as he built that, said, no, you're not having any events. We're not <laughs> playing proper events around your dinosaurs. The other attraction was Parliament House, which he bought a few years ago. Yeah. He actually sat in it for a few months and got bored and he quit and then he just realised oh well you can own a parliament even if I just run a campaign that doesn't go anywhere so he ran that spoiler campaign where he didn't actually intend to get into parliament Mm. he just wanted to take votes away from Labour and do you remember when Clive Palmer brought Al Gore out to talk about climate change and his brand new coal coal mine at the same time so this is just another Palmer escapade that's gone nowhere I think that this is the perfect place for Israel Folau to go right he goes to Japan and no one's going to understand when he starts raving about gay people in English (laughs) 
he should spend the rest of his life in places where people can understand what he has to say. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. Good luck, Israel Falau. Good luck out there. I hope you play rugby well, and I hope you don't talk to anyone. Good luck, gay people in Japan. Don't listen to that idiot. Plenty more news around the clock at chaser.com.au. You can follow us on all the socials. Please leave us a five-star review. And use the code phrase, what would Alan Jones want it to be, Dan? Uh, Alan Jones would want it to be Banana Boat. Banana Boat. There you yeah. go. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to Dan's podcast, A Rational Fear. Don't forget our podcast festival event coming up in Melbourne on the 1st of August. Looking looking possible, but far from certain. Um, you could be among the lucky people that to be refunded if you book now. That's right. A Rational Fear's got shows coming up in Melbourne too. August 14, we've got Patricia Carvella, Sammy Shah, myself, Lewis Hobber, and maybe some other special guests as well at Comedy Republic. Our gear is courtesy of Road Microphones and we are part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. Not me, Dom. I'm going to space.